Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app at just $1 on any NFL game this week, maybe even the Cowboys game tonight. Get $100 in free bets if either team scores a point in that game. It's just that easy. Sign up using that promo code PHNX for this sweet, sweet deal. I'm joined by Michaela Perkins today on a very, very strange Thursday. It just feels a little weird, doesn't it? It does feel extremely strange, I will admit. Is this Gatorade is strange... and Mercury right now? Uh, I think Stegosaurus is in is, is mm. in retrograde. So yeah, I think that might be might be the issue. Well, Jaden Daniels announced this morning on his Instagram that he is coming back with a video voiced by Herm Edwards, um, and some music that said "I'm back" at the end. I thought something else was happening. Um, maybe one of my uh, ideas was coming to fruition. Like maybe he was like Herm Edwards is like you could fight for another chance, and he was like I'm becoming a slam poet. Wouldn't that have been a, just incredible i was personally hoping for underwater basket weaver but mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i'm a little i'm a little shocked by the video i'm not gonna lie what is your immediate reaction let's say spencer rattler n- never even said anything about asu what's your uh, immediate well reaction? no you can't do that to me because my entire reaction hinges on the fact that there was news that spencer rattler yeah. definitely wasn't coming to asu so i feel like i can't take the bias out of that now because i think- already am i'm already aware that spencer does not want to play for asu so matt barry tweeted that Spencer Rattler is not coming to Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And then there were some contradicting reports from other sources that said, we're not hearing this. I don't know where you got this. Do you think that Matt Barry report had anything to do with Jaden Daniels? Possibly. I feel like if Matt Barry heard that Jaden Daniels was definitely coming back and he wasn't going to declare for the draft or whatever it was that we were waiting on his decision, whatever it was hinging on, yeah. and Matt Barry was like, okay, Jaden's definitely coming back, then he probably ran with that because if we have Jaden Daniels, why do we need Spencer Rattler? They're basically the yeah. same quarterback in yeah. different bodies. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure if Matt heard that Jaden was for sure coming back, he felt comfortable saying that Spencer's not coming to ASU. Maybe there's a Freaky Friday situation happening. That's such a good movie. <laughs> it is a banger I haven't movie. watched it in a while. I think I'm going to watch it soon. Lindsay Lohan is a queen. <laughs> a 10-year-old queen. A princess. She's definitely like 16 in that movie. Really? Yeah, she can drive. Wait, what? What movie have you been watching? Oh, Parent Trap. That's what I was oh thinking. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, Parent Trap. I was thinking I was thinking same bodies and switching, but they didn't switch. Well, they switched body they switched souls in Freaky Friday lives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, 
this so I've, I've seen some defense to Jaden Daniels because he did get a lot of criticism some of it unwarranted some of it warranted I mean the team should have gotten a lot of the criticism I don't think a lot of what happened fell on him a lot of what was going on was either play calling or this whole team just maybe there's too much noise around as I've been talking about we're probably going to find some stuff out about Antonio Pierce and some recruiting stuff and how these players couldn't have focused with everything going on maybe that was the case maybe this team just sucked I don't know um, but I'll read you some stats and let me know if any of these surprise you. Jaden Daniels led the Pac-12 in completion percentage at 66.4%, uh, completing that many of his passes. Um, he was also, uh, this is kind of a given, uh, no, not with DTR, I guess. Uh, he was the highest rushing quarterback. Um, his, his rushing total was the highest from any quarterback in the Pac-12 this year. 670 yards, averaging 5.6 yards a carry. Um, only passed for 2,200 through 10 touchdowns and 9 interceptions. Do those completion percentage numbers... Uh, does it take you by surprise at all? The completion percentage, yes, just because the biggest one of the biggest criticisms surrounding ASU this whole year was been has been that there's no offensive weapons to yeah. catch the ball. So actually, I am really surprised by the completion percentage. Also, I don't think Jaden Daniels, when he's having an off day, it really shows in the fact oh. that you know he's throwing the ball over the yeah. place. You're not really sure where it was supposed to go. But I will say the. Um, his rushing yards does not surprise me at all. No. I think he's a much more effective rushing QB than he is in any other um, in any other category. So I'm not at all surprised by the fact that he rushed for 670 yards. Um, I think he relies a little bit too much on his legs at, yeah. at times, but it's always nice to know that you have a quarterback that is versatile and can get out of situations and move outside of the pocket if necessary. And, you know, I think he was what sacked like 20 some times. 20, exactly. So obviously, you know, the offensive line was struggling a little bit this oh, year. Yeah. And when you have an offensive line that can't hold up, you have to be able to be mobile. And Jaden Daniels was perfect for that type of situation. Yeah. So. And the rushing numbers obviously doesn't surprise you. He's a, has some of the best ball carry vision I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. So elusive, just a slippery little guy, but <laughs> slippery little snake, a snake. But um, the, the thing that does that is kind of the is exemplary of this ASU team is he was able to lead the PAC 12 and rushing yards for a quarterback, but he was three behind DTR and Anthony Brown of Oregon mm. um, in touchdowns. They had nine. He only had six. So it shows you that ASU couldn't get the ball in the end zone. Look, we know what Jaden Daniels can do. We know how good he can be. Uh, I, I, this is really sad. Last night I was on YouTube and I wanted to feel something because um, I, I covered don't know the. If I like where this is going because I covered the ASU <laughs> basketball game last night. Yeah, I'm so um, sorry you had to watch that. It was that. just, it was incredible. It was, it was genuinely baffling. Um, it, I, seven minutes. You know, we'll get into this later. But I was so low on Arizona State athletics after that game that I wanted to feel something positive. And so I looked up some highlights of that wash or that uh excuse me the Oregon uh, ASU game when ASU beat Oregon who was ranked number mm. six at home, um and I was just watching Jaden sling the ball. I mean that one touchdown to IU, the stutter step touchdown to take the lead late or to extend the lead late rather, um the couple of touchdowns to Frank Darby he threw. He has so much untapped. It's not even untapped. It's been tapped. Maybe it's tapped out. So much tapped arm talent that can be tapped back into. I guess mm -hmm. you could say that it hasn't shown itself in two years. Um, and I, and I always give him a pass on the COVID year because it was just a weird year and he wasn't was that terrible year. this year. He was just, I think the expectations got to him a little bit and I don't know. We know what he can do and there, there, there shouldn't be a reason for ASU fans to be moping 
about the fact that he's coming back, I guess I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think it's a bad thing by any means. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, man, Jaden Daniels is coming back. This sucks. Why did you just turn into a man? I don't know. I just feel like whenever I think of moping college fans, I think of frat men, frat fraternity men. Um, No, but I'm, I'm not upset or, you know, not happy about this news. I'm actually, you know for the most part, really happy about it because outside of Spencer Rattler, I didn't think that there were many good alternatives out there on the market. So I am really happy he's coming back. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, we were wondering if he was even going to stick around for another year after this because the talk of him going to the NFL draft was so high. Obviously, you know, between the inconsistent play and the lack of, you know, emerging receivers this year, that kind of hurt his uh, his chances of going to the draft. But I think the fact that Jaden's coming back for another year, this will be his fourth year. He'll have Herm Edwards as a coach again. So yep. stability is pretty much key in this in this uh, in this fact in this uh, equation. Yeah. In this equation, yeah. And uh, he'll have another year working with Zach Hill as, offen- as his offensive yeah, coordinator. So I, I think, think that's one of the biggest things is getting Zach Hill, getting your OC back. Um, yeah. They they both said in a presser this week that they both should have been better. Yeah. Um, so that they acknowledge the disappointment and, and I mean, look, the, as I've said, you can expect better things from them, but the most important thing, can we give the man a nickname? Cause JD five isn't great. I don't, I don't mind it. I don't, I, I think it's lazy. I mean, it, it's the easiest yeah. option, but I don't mind we'll it sit on that. If you guys have any ideas for Jaden Daniels nickname, uh, head over to our PH next, uh, Sun Devils Twitter and at us or DM us or DM me at Shane Deef, um, what you think. His nickname should be. I don't really have one right now, but Mike Luke just um, texted me. I, uh, I helped him um, with his audio for his show today, mm-hmm. and he called me Big Dog. And I was like, that's a lazy nickname. I want something better than that. And I think the starting quarterback of a Pac-12 program needs a better nickname than JD5, and certainly not Big Dog. It's like it's like it's a, it fits the theme though, because you have K1 from the Cardinals. Yeah, JD5 here. I think they're lazy though. CP3 is in the Valley. Oh yeah. You gotta you gotta keep going with the theme. There's just too many of them to That's not go a with the lazy theme. theme. The point god is so much better for CP3. I do like that nickname. I wish Kyler Murray liked the Baby Yoda nickname, because that is a really fun one. Did you see that they added the Baby Yoda celebration into Madden? Really? Yeah. <laughs> you can do it in and the he, end zone he now. Said he wasn't doing that, right? No, he said it was like a Zen. He was like yeah. trying to be Zen or whatever, it was too. which I guess is what it's called in Madden. But now you can mm. uh, now you can do it if you have. Yeah, I'm not a big. Hair. I know I might get crucified for this, but I'm just not a big Star Wars guy. I I'm not to, either. I've never seen it. Wow, that that's even worse. You've um, seen it at least. Yeah. Okay, I've never seen I any just, of the movies. To me, this is this sounds. This, I'm not even going to say that point. Never mind. But I got into Mandalorian. Thought it was okay. Baby Yoda's cute, but the. I, I baby Yoda's become a thing where it's like it's just like I don't know. My friend has uh, a baby Yoda plush doll on his dashboard. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Um, well, you can't bet on props uh, in the Star Wars universe, but you can bet on props in tonight's Thursday night football game on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The America, it's America's top-rated sportsbook, sportsbook app. It's also the official official. I dude, something's in the air today. I'm telling you, I can't talk. It's the official sports betting partner of the NFL. I bet just one dollar on any NFL game, um, and if either team scores a point in that game, you get a hundred dollars in free bets when you sign up using that promo code PHNX. If you bet the under in the ASU basketball game last night, um, you definitely would have hit it. I'm not even going to look up the number of what it was, but um, obviously ASU basketball lost 51 to 29. We'll get to that later um, right after this ad read. That's 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem called 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Anything else to touch on ASU football-wise? 
I just don't want to be coined as a Jaden Daniels hater. I just want to make that very clear. Yeah. I'm not a Jaden Daniels hater. I'm happy he's coming back. I think obviously the fourth year is the last year that he has to prove himself. And I think he will do a lot with it. So I'm excited that he's coming back. I'm looking forward to what another year will do for him under the same offensive coordinator, yep. the same head coach. Hopefully he can turn it around because I want him to go out on a high. He, and he, was, he was a Heisman. They, they were talking about him yeah. as a Heisman, yeah, Heisman he Trophy have, finalist. Heisman so sure. I just want to see him go out on a high. And obviously this he has a chance to do it. So I'm going to be rooting for him. I'm, <clears> I'm supportive. A- ASU basketball did not let me go out on a high. I did want to get high after watching Ooh, that, that performance. Um, in the notes I have for this rundown, the first thing on ASU men's basketball is just what the fuck. Um, because I couldn't <laughs> stop. So I've covered games before um, for different sports. And in the press bunker or the press box, wherever you are in the sport, usually you know it's pretty reserved. No one's really talking to each other. No one's showing emotion because whatever. Yeah. In this specific situation – there were multiple people like turning and being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. There was, uh, there was a minute. There, there was seven minutes actually where no point was scored in the first half. They had 10 points total in the first half against Washington state. Um, AC was now two and six after that loss. It's their fifth straight loss. Um, Bobby Hurley last night said this was the most ineffective performance I've been a part of probably ever as a player or a coach, just disappointing. And then this is my favorite part of the quote, epically bad. It was epically bad. Yeah, They shot 11% from three, 21% from the field. Before, uh, I think Alonzo Gaffney, somebody made a garbage time three. Before that went in, they were shooting 8.7% from the three-point line. My little brother played basketball in high school, and his high school basketball games were more competitive than the collegiate it basketball game I watched so last night. bad. And, and get, getting into the arena... An hour before the game, barely any more fans showed up for the game and more fans left during the game, obviously. It was such a disappointing atmosphere in there. The 942 crew was there. The student section was almost in full effect. I mean, they weren't loud per se. It was so sad. The in-arena announcer, I forget his name, he was like, get loud, Sundival's fans. And then everyone was like, crickets. It was, oh, no. oh, man. It was, and that was before oh, the game. No. So it, there, were, there were boos coming from the stands. Um, Hurley was getting heckled like crazy from ASU fans. Um, it was so disappointing. ASU started off the game 0 for 6 from the free throw line. Actually, no, the both teams combined started off 0 for 11 from the free throw oh line. Oh my god! It was so bad. At one point, I tweeted that I firmly believed that there was a hex on the basketball court. A witch had come <laughs> in and spread some black magic, as you were doing yesterday on the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Um, was spreading some black magic. Yeah, yesterday. it was. It was scary, but. It isn't as scary as this stat. The last time ASU basketball scored this amount of points was 75 years ago. Um, the year was 1946. So I thought we'd just go around and see what some of the things that were happening in 1946 were. Michaela, feel free to comment on any of these while I read them out. Harry S. Truman was president. Mm. <clears throat> UNICEF was established. Okay. The first electronic digital computer was invented. Wow. The microwave had not been invented yet. <gasps> Stop. I know. I wouldn't have been able to survive. Are you like, yeah. You're... I'm the microwave queen. Why? I can't make food. I don't oh, know yeah, how to cook. Can't cook. So the only way that I What's can survive. What's your go-to microwave food? So sprouts. Or go-to microwave model. Do you have a go-to microwave model? No. MC <laughs> no. no. Okay, I'm not okay. that into microwaves. Whatever's in my apartment complex works great. Um, Chicken parm is my go-to microwave meal. Um, where do you get that trader sprouts 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 makes pre-made meals shout out to sprouts please sponsor me i spend too much money at your store 
Um, yeah, so I wouldn't have been able to survive in this timeline because I can't cook. So that's crazy. The microwave hadn't even been invented yet. Yeah. Um, I'm looking up uh, microwave models. <laughs> Why are you looking um, at microwave models? Uh, smart. I'm pretty sure they're all microwaves are the same. They do the same thing. They just oh, heat up food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, talk to me when your full your food is cold in the middle. Well, maybe you just have an old microwave then. I don't. I I'm not. I have a great microwave. I I believe my that. favorite is the Toshiba ML Dash EM three four P. You're literally just SS. making this up right oh, now. Um, am I? Look at that. You just picked the first no, microwave. No, I didn't that look at the search. Up. I searched it. Oh my god! It's a smart microwave. If you guys need a new smart microwave, we're brought to you by Toshiba. <laughs> and anyway, Sprouts. <laughs> and Sprouts. We'll get to the next one. Uh, World War II had just ended the year before. Um, Israel was not a country. Mm-hmm. The first person in space wouldn't happen for another 15 years. Well, that never actually happened anyway. So you it are not really a moon landing girl. <laughs> yeah, I am. That was Hollywood. Come on. That was a set. Oh, my God. She is so disappointed that there's no way that ever happened. They didn't have they didn't have microwaves. So you you're telling me that they figured out how to put two people on the moon with technology and they listen. The stat was the first person in space wouldn't happen for another 15 years. Yeah. Okay. Well, they didn't have cell phones at that point. Yes, they did. No, they did not. Yes, they did. No, no, they did not. Yes, the first mobile phone was invented the year after this in 1947. Okay. Yeah, but like it was the one that has like the antenna coming out of it. It's still a cell phone. It doesn't matter. There's no way that they put. So two people on the surface of the moon. No, no, they have now. Oh, okay. But they did it okay. back then. Sorry, that was ridiculous to assume that you thought nobody had been in space. But the moon landing did not happen when they said it happened. They We're were just trying to they it. were just trying to put a middle finger up to Russia need, and beat them to space. I need my audience to crucify Michaela on no, Twitter do for not, this. Do if not. you're listening right now, go over to her <laughs> Twitter. Her handle is Michaela E. Perkins. Shane, they know this. If you've followed me on Twitter, you know this is a thing. When I used to work at the sports radio station in town, there, I did a whole segment about how space is fake. And that's the thing space that I'm... Space is fake. That's like the thing that I'm known Wait, for whoa, on Twitter. Whoa, whoa. People space is will fake. Cru- yes. I've never seen it or been... <laughs> Okay, can we just move on? We, we have to get to this at some point, uh, another episode. Everybody knows about my theories, though. Uh, it's so bad. Arizona State Teachers <laughs> College was their name the year before this. And in 1946, they changed their name to ASU oh for the gosh. first time. Um, so this is the Arizona State Teachers College that scored less than 40 No, this, the year before they were Arizona State Teachers College. Teachers College of Arizona State University. Okay. okay. Um, and now this year they were Arizona State University. I'm talking this year as in 1946. The Cold War was about to start. Mm-hmm. Um, nuclear warheads were being ordered a ton. And the Cold War started in 1947. Oh, what it seemed to be by Frank Sinatra was in the top 10 billboard charts at this time. Um, Jackie Robinson hadn't even debuted as a Brooklyn Dodger yet. He was not in the MLB. And then 1946, Ted Williams won the AL MVP. So those are some fun facts of what was happening the last time ASU basketball scored less than 29 points in a game. That's atrocious. It's so bad. It was so, so, so bad to watch in person. I mean, I, I can you blame the fans for booing Bobby Hurley no, and the team? I though? tweeted that. Uh, actually, I was about to tweet this. I. I, I talk yourself off the ledge. Yeah, because I, I no, I'm not even gonna say it. I don't think this team's good. This team's terrible right now. But I still believe that the the reason why I didn't tweet it is that this happened. So Mar- Marion Jackson started the game for the Sun Devils, and in the second half they switched up the starting lineup. Sure, makes sense. Nothing was working. Mm-hmm. He gets subbed in with about 13 minutes to go, so he sat for seven extra minutes on the bench after the second half started. Um, he either turns the ball. He he. Uh, 
he commits an offensive foul and turns the ball over uh, probably three minutes into when he came in. So it's probably the 10 minute mark and he gets taken out immediately. He walks to the end of the bench, gets a high five from everybody on the team, including two assistant coaches, but not Bobby Hurley doesn't even say anything to him. And it just reminded me of the Remy Martin stuff that happened at the end of last year. So I didn't want to add to any fuel. I don't think that it was anything sour. I don't think Hurley's that type of guy that would ignore a player. I think he was just being tough on him. Um, and that's just how he is. He's very emotional. He was very emotional yesterday. Um, I, I mean, Bobby Hurley is the problem right now. I'm just going to say it. It's, it, it's, it's evident this team last year and the years prior when Remy Martin was here, the only way they would win games with their hero ball stuff is if Remy Martin played really well, or mm-hmm. Alonzo Verge was able to score 20 as in addition to Remy Martin scoring 30 on 30 shots. Uh, and when you don't have a guy that can create instant offense by himself, this doesn't work. And Marion Jackson is close to that, but he can't create his own shot at will. And it's exposing this offense and their hero ball, their one-on-one stuff that they've been playing for years because they don't have that one guy. And without that one guy, this doesn't work. So they need to they really need to figure some stuff out before Sunday comes, before they play one of the best coaches in pack in the Pac-12 right now in Dana Allman in Oregon. I'm going to tell you right now, they're not going to figure it out. They're going to lose that game. I'm going to hold my tongue. <laughs> you can't lose five in a row, walk into Eugene, Oregon, and win against the Ducks when you are the Arizona State Sun Devils in the current state that they are in. They are only 0-1 in conference play. Shane, Shane. The Here- optimism it's going to kill not, you one day. It is optimism. I, but it's not false hope. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Shane. I have reasons. They just lost to Washington State University. They I lost was five the game. games in a row. I'm aware, but there's so much individual talent. They just can't put it together. They just can't. If this team continues a losing streak of seven games, Bobby Hurley is gone. I almost guarantee it. I think that's what needs to happen. It was almost a fireable offense, this game. It was almost a fireable offense. I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised he's still here. Here are some individual stats. Alonzo Gaffney was one for eight. Jay Heath was one for eight. Jemiah Neal was one for eight. Um, Marion Jackson was one for ten. DJ Horn was the only person that even resembled a basketball player last night. He was five for 13. Played 35 minutes, which means he only set out five um, with 12 points. The second highest scorer for the ASU Sun Devils was Kimani Lawrence with six. And then after that, Three points, two points, two points, that is two pitiful. points, two points, two points. And you think that's going to get any better against Oregon? I didn't say it's going to. I'm saying it can. Oh, Shane. Oh, Shane. Some bright spots. We did get to see some John Olmstead minutes. He played one minute. Um, <laughs> I know you're, you're kidding, right? <laughs> uh, no, he did play. That was fun. Um, we also got to see Micah Bruno. He's got some really great hair. He he went to school in Scottsdale. You I'm are from Scottsdale. literally fishing for anything to make you feel better about this. The, I'm being sarcastic. I don't want to see them play unless we're up by 30. Unless ASU is up by 30 points, they shouldn't play. Look, I am sad. Um, this wasn't good. And everybody that's listening knows that um, I'm just trying to get something out of this game besides saying this sucked. I didn't think... I just don't understand how you can go from putting up 84 points against Syracuse, who is one of the best defensive teams historically, still losing that game because of awful, awful, awful defense, um, and then put up 29 at home against a Pac-12 opponent. Did they not practice? Did they – Did did were they sad? 
Yeah, it was definitely their emotions that got the best of them. Okay, okay, good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, th- is it? But like, can we just take a second? Yes. How crazy is it that we're what three years, four years removed from a packed Wells Fargo Arena beating the number one ring team in the country? Back to back years. Back to back years. How far this program has fallen in such a short amount of time? Yeah, well, I mean, that was the like when they beat Kansas. It's the Remy Martin thing. It literally is. It's it's this offense that was built around Remy Martin basically, and Hurley thinks it just works. But you need a guy like that. Okay, but that's my point for why I'm not on board with your optimism is because ASU is trying to be a premier program like a Duke, like a Kentucky. Right? You're going to have players like. Remy Martin, like all the amazing put like Lugan Storms, all those people that are going to come in your program and they're going to leave. Jalen House, who put up 30 last night. So if you want to be a premier program like a Duke, like a Kentucky, you're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to figure out how to take big hits like exactly. that with personnel exactly. and still win. You're and ASU is not there. The entire program. You have to learn how to do that. And yeah, they're not. They're like, not Bobby even Hurley, close to being there. Bobby Hurley got too comfortable. He didn't think he needed to make adjustments. And hopefully this game... This is the only genuine positive I have about this game. This game could be so embarrassingly bad that Hurley completely flips the script and changes everything they do. That is the only positive. He could look at this game and be like, holy fuck, we are bad, and then completely flip the script. That's the only thing I can look at and have some optimism about. But that's just why I struggle with like the optimism about ASU basketball is because we like they are never going to be making it far in the NCAA tournament. They're never going to be a premier program because they can't figure out how to take that but it only step. it only takes it only takes one one but, coach okay if you're a, a high school basketball player right now and you look at that performance by ASU what makes you want to yeah, come here no, and play that, basketball that was horrible for recruiting it, it, it's it's got awful it's unexcusable but it's still it, anything can change at any point not this year but in the future I'm saying one big coaching game, but at the same time, <laughs> if you're looking at it right now Arizona State is where coaches go to fucking die yeah um, herm Edwards um, Bobby yeah. Hurley, and yeah. <laughs> Todd Graham had a couple good years at Hawaii. Oregon at Oregon, 5 p.m. on Sunday. We'll be coming to you live right after the game. Um, I believe I'm gonna be in studio, and if I'm not, I'll be drinking a beer at home. Um, you might need that. Hopefully, not very sad. A lot of beers. Um, in good news, ASU women's play basketball. ASU women's. A- the ASU women's team plays basketball. <laughs> Um, Just the ASU and, women's. Yeah, all, all ASU, the women. ASU. Every single woman at ASU <laughs> plays basketball. I I surveyed all fifty thousand. Is that around? That, yeah, I'm sure that's actually pretty close. Fifty thousand mm-hmm. women at ASU, and they all had a resounding yes. At the same time, they were all in um, one of the lecture halls. Every single one of them. And I said, "Do you play ASU basketball?" And they said, "Yes." It was so loud, and I was so stoked. <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, ASU women's basketball does play this weekend, Saturday and Sunday um, in the ASU Classic at home. They open up the weekend with a struggling UTSA team at 1-4 and four on Saturday at 1 p.m. And then Harvard, um, same location at DFA. Um, they are 2-4. and four. Uh, That game is at noon on Sunday. Um, I'll be out at at least one of those games. Um, I definitely want to talk to CTT and some players and see what their overall vibe is on the season. Look, they are the better team, um, and they're not over 500. So I don't know how much that says about this team um, and about the state of the programs of basketball at ASU. They're three and four. Um, 
I always get so confused because on the ESPN website, it says they're first in the Pac-12, but it's because they haven't played any Pac-12 games yet. They are coming off a win, 58-43 against Fordham, as we touched on Tuesday's episode. Um, yeah, are you excited for these games? I am. When you're there, please tell Maya Giles that I love her okay. and that I'm obsessed with her. And she's the best women's basketball player. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I am really excited. Um, I think this program has more hope than the men's does. So I, you can count on me for watching more women's basketball this year than men's. Can the people count on you to um, be active in our Discord? Yeah, they can. Actually, I love our Discord channel. Come hang out with me. I'll talk all Sun Devil stuff with you all day long for as long as you want. Stopping at 10 p.m. Is that a threat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Head over to gophnx.com and become a member. So you can join the members only Discord as there is a massive truck behind us. I was about to say, what in the world? <laughs> These windows don't close. They're they're open. Um, there are bugs in here sometimes, and it freaks me out. I saw a bug yesterday in Studio B. I have yet to see a bug, so don't tell me that because now I'm going to be scared to come in here. Good. Go over to gophnx.com. Become a bug. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. I've been Shane. You can follow me at Shane D. If you can follow Michaela Perkins at Michaela E. Perkins. E for Elizabeth. E for electric um, <laughs> on Twitter. You can follow PHNX Sun Devils at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Um, follow PHNX underscore sports across all socials, including YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. With, um, leave a nice review on this audio episode or just leave a five-star review. Say something nice about my hair. And we will see you here tomorrow for a live show, 5 p.m. Peace.